0: hello and welcome to another edition of the north Lot podcast season three is here and we've got a very special guest alongside myself and my co-host rj rj how are you
1: pretty good yourself
0: i'm great especially because we finally were able to track down our boss at hot time in old town patrick McCraney. <laughs> To I don't know if I'm us. very
2: special, but uh, I'm glad to be here. So, well,
0: every time we've had the boss on the website on the uh, podcast, uh, it's been a good show. So, ah, uh, so
2: well, that's... let's let's ruin that with this one then.
0: <laughs> what makes it special is the fact that there's three people here, and I think three make a better podcast. Um, so, first of all, before we get into everything, I want to know how your winters have been because. I basically moved. That's been mine. I went from, you know, starting to move at the end of January to finally moving in at the end of February. It took four weeks to move or whatever. So that's been my winter break. How have you guys' winter break been?
1: It was fine. I was waiting for the snow. Then once the snow came, got tired of it. So, you know,
2: it's it's winter, but
1: with the pandemic.
2: Yeah. I made the mistake of saying, oh, this hasn't been that bad. And then February came and that was horrible. I'm glad to be done with that. There's yeah. actual, not really actual soccer, but kind of actual soccer to talk about now. So. Maybe.
0: I don't know. Unless I can see it, it's not real. Is how I feel <laughs> yeah. about it. You have will. it for a while. I will bring that up because you actually wrote about it in your "What to Look it For" in your fire yeah. game about the streaming situation, and I disagree with yours. But we'll get to why in later. Um, first, let's start with the major Chicago Fire news of the off season, and that is kind of been the logo and the re rebrand. Um. So you had a great inside look, Patrick, and it's, this is the meat of why I wanted you on the show because you had a really great look on the website like a week ago or so.
2: Yeah, last Tuesday. Last Tuesday, it wasn't last you, Tuesday. Yeah.
0: yeah. So a week ago about uh, what's been going down and, and how the process is going. Um, for those who didn't read the article or read it, and if there's a little bit more color you can put on it, what, what has been going
2: down? So they did this thing. They realized, stepping back a little bit, I think there are people now that I'm hearing that didn't want the crown logo at all ever and fought against it behind the scenes. Um, it's pretty clear. So with Nelson out of the way, those people were clearly getting their way. Joe, I think, realized early on that this is really bad and they need to fix it. And so they came out with this plan where they, they tried to talk to in some form or another, as many fire fans as they possibly could, which seems like a good idea because they talked to no one about the crown logo and look at the reaction. Um, They got, I think more than 15,000 submissions in one form or another. And the things that people want, um, a Florian cross, a six pointed star, the letter C, basically all the things in the original.
0: They want the original logo back.
2: Yeah. Which I actually, you know this, I I wanted an updated logo, like a a refresh, a little bit newer, but nobody wanted that, that they they gave us. So um, I did think they needed to update things a little bit. I don't actually hate the blue jerseys, but as you've, you've convinced me, that's an away jersey. We need yeah. to go back to red at home. So I, I did. It just didn't feel right last year with blue. Although I think they, in a bubble, look good. But yeah, that's not the fire. So, the so thing it, o- yeah, yeah. Okay. It seems like they're going to find something, and they've got Matt Wolf designing it. So right, he hasn't botched one yet. No. So um, it it should be good, and it should look something like the fire. It just won't be the same logo that we had right. two years ago.
0: Yeah, the thing about the blue jerseys for me. The reason why, I, I think if the fire didn't have such a history with the New England Revolution,
2: oh, the cool. Navy
0: wouldn't bother me personally as much. I think that's, honestly, I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Is
2: Makes sense. That's yeah. the
0: revs. And we don't want to look like or yeah. that, you know, Because if you think about it, they have the same color scheme as the fire, except it's blue. Inverted, yeah. White, exactly. red exactly. instead of red. Yeah. Um, RJ, what are your thoughts on the process of what you've seen, and and like, you know, where are you at?
1: I think the fire they're handling it really well. Um, compared to, uh, let's say, Cardiff City. Do you guys remember that the logo debacle they had? Uh, Not just with, the
0: logo debacle. They also went from
2: they flipped colors, right? Flipped yeah. colors. Yes, they went from yeah, blue to
1: colors. red. So
0: basically, yeah. Um,
1: the fire are surprisingly handling it really, really well, which is you know which is great yeah. uh personally i'd like to see the fire truck logo back but that's not going to happen unless oh gonna please be bring the kit. truck
0: logo back <laughs> well yeah no obviously it's it, it's an alt kit thing but like 90s nostalgia is in that's the thing right now on the, the 30-year cycle so why, I, 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 I think bring that's back peak the truck logo that's peak mls right there that's stuff. just
1: peak american soccer just something so I don't want to say it's outlandish, but something so cheesy, so corny, that it just reminds you of a home, basically. But um, Yeah, it's very silly. I, I also do agree that they should go back to Red. The other day I was at Union Station, um, and I actually saw the gift shop over there. They were selling old logo merch, you know, from um, mugs to shot glasses to the actual T-shirt itself. Mm. And Red just... Suits the team well. And even if you disregard the history with, you know, with the revs, it's the Chicago Fire. Fire is red. It's not blue. Well, there is blue fire, but no,
2: I digress.
0: Yeah. Um, Outside of your kitchen range, fire is red.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to have red jerseys, just not next year. No, twenty twenty three,
0: right? Because of the way Adidas works, and and that's yeah. sort of that's you know that's the league thing. Um, so what I thought should have happened is they should take whatever fine Adidas in the league gets and just play in the twenty eighteen jerseys.
1: I know uh, Adidas
0: has done so much for
1: this league and for the fire themselves, but I I do hope one day that unless we'll have different jersey. You know, yeah, the, it, it, the, future. It,
0: the the other side is this is everybody's like, bring back Puma. I think Puma sucks. Bring back Nike. Like, out of Nike. all the fire shares. Kappa the, um, the So yeah.
2: I think some level of competition would be good. Like I like Adidas stuff. It's it's my favorite of the brands, but the way they treat MLS compared to the way they treat, you know. Bayern Munich and Arsenal and the Juve and I shouldn't throw Arsenal in with the big clubs anymore, I guess, but, um, but they get good treatment from Adidas in Europe and you know, it's the MLS and it maybe it's starting to turn a little bit. There's, there's some decent kits this year compared to years past, but just, it's like, Oh, there's a color one. And then there's a white one. Right. And that's what we're going to do. And it's just, it's boring.
0: Yeah. What's funny to me about it is Like, if you look at the other side, MLS gets the new ball technology first because they're uh, uh, spring to fall. So they get the the big ball update technology before the rest of the world does. And for me, it's always been kind of hilarious in a World Cup year to see the World Cup technology ball being played in MLS before the World Cup. Like, that always just sort of tickled me a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, they get treated well in some stuff like the ball and worse in other stuff like, you know, the shirts and, and let's talk about this year's shirts. Cause we did get two new ones. Um, mm-hmm. the blue home, which I like better than last year's. I like the thicker stripe on the sleeves. Yeah, me too. And the away kit, which is, I think the real talking point because it is base white. With, like blue pinstripes, which like from far away, it looks like a pajama top, like a cla- Like <laughs> we're talking uh, bananas in pajamas walking. Not down like stairs.
2: last year's away though. No, which last was, year's away yeah. it
0: was boring. It was a white
2: t-shirt. The worst kit. Yeah, that Everton. you could possibly like. Yeah, the most boring kit ever.
0: Yeah, but but there's a lot of really good detail on the away kit.
2: It looks better in person too right yeah it, it you can see those those stars kind of come come out more in person i saw it mm-hmm. the other day than it does in some of the photos that they put out but yeah yeah and that one we'll have to see um that may or may not stick around with the new logo so i don't think when as of the i didn't put that in the story because they didn't have a straight answer on it right. But um there's a chance that they will keep that and update the logo. There's a chance that they won't be allowed to do that. So, I, I think they want to.
0: I wouldn't be mad about it.
2: No, um, it would be the the logo is the one thing that, and I I will. The crown looks a little bit better when it's just all one color. I think it's yeah, monochrome. Yeah, uh, um, it looks better on that than it does, you know, on every other shirt that they've had. But, um, but yeah, it, if there was a Matt Wolf, good yeah. looking crest on that shirt I think a lot of people would really want it so. it also
0: looks less gangbangy
2: yeah
0: it looks yeah. less yellow crown when it's monochrome yeah. that's which,
2: something they didn't really think through <laughs> no
0: and we kept I we kept on the show and on the site obviously before you joined because everything uh-huh. you know, happened before we kept bringing that up and we kept being told that that's not going to be a problem or like that's not You know, something they considered to be a a thing, because, like, the way to get it changed immediately would be to do it on safety grounds, which is sort of the angle I thought, you know, might be the the way. Uh, As it turns out, Andrew Hotman didn't care. Also, I want to state for the record, because I haven't gotten a chance to yet, that I don't believe when Joe Mansueto says the logo was his fault,
2: even though he said it.
0: He said it, I think, because he's there and he He, has to. He's.
2: It's a very Harry Truman. It's the buck stops here type thing. The logo wasn't his fault.
0: No, but he was.
2: I did. He was involved in. Right. Because he was the minority owner for that whole time, he was involved in discussions. I do know that, but he has some
0: blame. But this was Andrew Hotman and Nelson Rodriguez taking petty revenge on the fan base for some reason. That's what I think, anyway.
2: I don't know if it was a revenge thing. thing. I think they genuinely thought it was good. They they genuinely thought it was futuristic and was going to, because it wasn't the thing that they failed to consider is that they have all these actual fans who spend money on the club and enjoy going to the games. They thought that that logo was going to be one that reached all the new fans, you know, which seems ridiculous, but I think that's really what they thought. But,
0: what new fans?
2: I, I, I don't know the 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 he soccer to... fan who doesn't like the fire or you know random sports fans in the city. I think they thought that logo yeah. was going to capture the hearts and minds, and clearly,
0: that's something non MLS fan, non MLS people, and people who haven't been around the game as long as all of us have haven't figured out that you're not going to reach the European only soccer fan. America.
2: Because they, they specifically like you and I Ruben like both but there's right. that section that hates MLS like it is their identity
0: that, that they, they hate, hate MLS. Yeah. They're not going
2: to come around. No
0: and you're not going to reach them. So stop trying. The Fires problem is they have a bunch of fans who went away. They need to get back and I'll say this about the about the Chicago House AC project is they're doing a good job, you know, galvanizing, you know, the old, you know, the barn burner 1871 generation.
2: That Uh, seems who that's targeted for.
0: The late nine well, I mean Peter Wilt's involved in anything. Peter Peter Wilt is the Johnny Appleseed of American soccer. (laughs) You know. He just goes around you know, starting clubs and is really successful at
2: it. It's such a weird thing too. Like how do you become the guy who starts soccer teams and then leaves and goes and starts another soccer team? Like that's because he's, he's carved a niche that like no one does.
0: Yeah. He's kind of amazing. It's amazing. Um, And I love Peter. I'd love to have him on someday, even though we absolutely disagree about pro rel and, us soccer um so that's logo and jersey stuff um before we get to like real meaty roster discussion because i actually think there's a lot to talk about here um is there anything culture like soccer culture wise you know in the city of chicago that you've noticed while we've been away that's we should be keeping an eye on going into like this year um because the red stars are coming into year two of being a bigger deal and that's something I want to start talking more about on this podcast um because they're the cool thing now I think
2: they haven't really gotten to be the cool thing where people can go see them right it was the very like very tail end of, of 19. Right. And then they get they had that stolen from them last year. So it'll right. be really fun to see
0: yeah. what well, they can do with
2: people. There's there. the new
0: investor group.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and everything like that. Um what about you, RJ? Is there any sort of topic you want to bring up or I guess house, uh Chicago house. Um mm-hmm.
1: I do agree with you that they are targeting the older uh fire demographic. And um, I do want to point out, since I've seen a lot of discourse on Twitter from, you know, certain groups of people, but um, I don't think the house is a threat to the fire. I think a successful Chicago house is going to be, you know, successful for Chicago soccer in general. So, Mm
0: -hmm. Um, yeah, it's okay. Completely agree. We can say the man's name on the podcast. We can say Don Walsh on the podcast. We I can mean, we can do that.
1: If I speak, I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> but um, I've been an enemy of the fire since like 2013. I'm over it. It's, we, we can speak his name into the like discourse. unless because it's, it's literally like it's not a competition.
1: It's not un- unless it's there's not. a U.S. You Open could, Cup game. There's no chance for the fire even, to ever face the house, and
0: even then, right? It's you know a friendly rivalry. It's not like you know. We're not fighting for a fan base here.
1: I think both teams are going to share the same fan base, like large, right. like for the most part. Of course, there's going to be some house fans only for the house. Although, there's going to be some fire fans only for the fire.
0: Uh-huh. I will say I'm going to be mentally keeping track of all the people who said getting to Bridgeview was a pain <laughs> for fire games <laughs> who end up going to Chicago house games. I'm keeping track. You know, I'm keeping let's... mental notes. I I, 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 think that while maybe attacking potential listeners are, you know, is, is dubious in nature. You still, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, own up to the fact that it wasn't SeaGeek Stadium that you were mad at. It was the fire. It was the fire, and, and getting to Bridgeview okay. was fun like right
1: like when I used to live up in the Northwest suburbs I took the blue line all the way down to uh Clark Lake took the orange line and then I took the bus That was basically an a away trip in itself um <laughs> uh there's nothing
0: wrong with Bridgeview, really, and I don't think you no. should keep a mental note but I think I think I think it's okay to be upset at the fire and that be the reason why you don't want to make the track all the way to Bridgeview from Rogers Park or whatever. I think that's perfectly fine. Just say it was the fire and not the stadium. Because I enjoyed that stadium except for the giant column in the press box that breaks up the view. The Aside one on the that, right-hand
1: side, if I can remember?
0: No, it's just right there in the middle. Oh. Just right. There's a giant post, right? Smack dab in the middle. There's one in Columbus, too. I think they had just built them like that for whatever reason um okay so let's talk about actual soccer um i have here in my handy dandy rundown that i we i wanted to start early on in the day with who we think out of the roster is going to start but uh instead i think we should just take a look at the roster as a whole and this team Only won five games last season. Uh, And the roster doesn't really look all that different. What do you think of the transfer policy the Fire have had of basically, you know, largely holding Pat? RJ, we'll start with you. I
1: think, you know, the transfer... Uh, period was, was perfectly fine. I don't think the fire needs a marquee player, especially when you know you can't fill up Soldier Field with you know the pandemic. Um, uh, the the team back in twenty seventeen when Ponovich ended up uh, leading the team to third place. Uh, that's more or less, with an exception, if you have the same team from twenty sixteen who's you know almost at the bottom of the table. So I think it all just depends on the tactics Wiki implements this year. I think the roster as a yeah, whole
0: is just fine. You, yeah. What's up? Oh. I going to say, Patrick.
2: It, it's going to come down to because, like, none of us really know how good the few guys they brought in are because they come from leagues that you can't really watch, and so you see these, you know, techno music YouTube clips and and hear things. But um, I, I think if the guys that they, if off is a guy that they're like. High on. If he's better than Georgie Mahalovich and, and can contribute more, um that's a start. And then if if Espinoza, because because Boris had no competition last year and held down the right back spot by default and looked tired or bad at times, he looked good at times too, but it, he needed someone to give him a push. And I if Espinoza is disciplined and uh, strong from the start and can mm-hmm. start. And I think that they're kind of counting on that too. I think those are two good upgrades. A four is not going to be better than CJ Sapong to start. I don't think except to say that CJ was injured and then he had the baby issue. So he wasn't around a lot last year. So mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a ton out of him, but if like say he's great, then they're going to look like geniuses. And and I do think the rest of the roster kind of having a little bit more continuity should get them more than five wins, but are they going to compete for a shield or no, not yet? At least like, I don't, I see them sneaking into the playoffs. Maybe like if everything maxes out, maybe they're like a four best case. And I'd be like way surprised if they were better than that. I don't think they'll miss the playoffs this year. I think they'll get more than five wins, but you know, who knows? So I, (laughs) I think we'll know by July whether those those three big signings, I won't call them big, but those three signings were legit or not.
1: I the do think thing... – oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh go I, I go do ahead. think Ford doesn't need to start um, – uh, oh, God, I forgot his name. Uh, Barich. Yeah. I um, can't believe I forgot Barich. Barich needs someone up there with him. Um, I think I've discussed this all last season in all Island, Last but, season, yeah. Um, like Bearch just goes all over the place. I think he needs someone up there to keep in check. I, I do know that a four is really young. We don't know his quality, unless if you watch those techno YouTube videos, but I, I think it might be a risk worth taking.
0: Yeah, the the thing that gets me is that they're children. Essentially, the the Chicago Fire brought in a bunch of children.
2: They're slightly legitimately slightly older than my oldest son. Like, it freaks me out, kind of. So,
0: well, right. Um, I'm (laughs) so they're going to do children things. Yeah. So they're going to do. And. and That's fine if you want, like, they don't have the Bastion Schweinsteiger. You got to win now hanging over their heads because like the oldest sort of you got to win now guy is Jonathan Bornstein who has two there are two players literally two players on the roster who can come and take a spot whenever they want so in Navarro and Andre Reynolds so that's not they don't have a, a guy you're rushing to take advantage of whatever he has left mm-hmm. um but at the same time personally i would have liked you know people players coming in with more um, professional experience i want i want you know guys who can come in know what they have to do um, can you know not cuz I, I i don't want to watch another year where you know all your good work is undone by two minutes full of mistakes again. Yeah. Um, I, I,
2: I like the the youth movement in general because sometimes you hit home runs, but right. if, if you do it right, but I was kind of surprised they didn't sign anybody with any MLS experience in the off season. Just somebody who kind of knows another guy who knows his way around the league. I, mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised by that. And I would also, and I, they're, they've got a lot of, um, tam built up but i i'm wondering where that's you know gonna come is that is that a mid-season signing that they're they're looking at there's it feels like there's something else that that's coming that we don't know so but there's nothing coming immediately because i I would have a pretty good idea of it right there's not so
0: well you um, can't Buy down any of the DPs, right? You can't buy down
2: that is what they're saying.
0: Yeah, you cannot yeah. buy down the young DP contract because no,
2: I, and I asked heights that specifically, yeah. and he said right. no, unless something's right. changing with the young money rules, right? No, so because
0: the young money DP is already a lesser cap hit than the right. other two designated players, so you can't buy it down because it's less of a cap hit. The MLS. I spent ten years covering this team, and paying very close attention. And the MLS roster rules and salary rules still. What is a cap hit? What's not a cap hit? Oh, it's it's, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry, but
1: I will kind of disagree with you that about the um players coming in from bigger leagues. Uh, I think.
0: This is. Fine I didn't say bigger and, leagues. Oh. I I want more experience. I wanted I mean, the fire to sign Bradley Wright Phillips. That's what I wanted. I, I think Heights,
1: like, though, I think has an eye for the diamond in the rough. Like it's going to take some time, and I think we should all expect this by now. This, you know, nothing's going to happen this year, really. But I, I think the players that they signed are are fine. I mean, this isn't you know Nelson's and Rod or youtube scouting team it's it's heights it's legitimate
0: so sure but we're going we're we're on a two playoffs runs in 12 years for a team that used to never miss the playoffs you know what i mean so it's like there there's standards Um. like there's real on-field standards that we need to think about here and i know that heinz and and i say this all the time the history doesn't matter when you're talking about you know these guys and what they're doing at the same time you're not going to get rid of this pressure by spending another year trying to develop young talent and and you know blow two nil leads in 15 minutes at the end of games um and and speaking of that, I think the fire have a still have a massive Francisco Calvo problem. Oh yeah, hope. I, do I don't think he's here after waste.
2: next after this season, though.
0: No, he signed a two year extension last year, this year, and the no, it was it was a one with a, year with a club option. Oh, it was a one year with an so, option. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you you have a hopefully Kapelhoff being healthy and being able to be the anchor that Francisco Calvo clearly doesn't want to be hopefully that helps but at the same time you know we all know he's gonna make a bad back make a bad you know lateral pass and it's gonna get intercepted and they're gonna be one-on-one with shuttleworth or Cronholm at least once a game and i'm i'm sick of watching it and he's doing this while being the club captain, which makes it doubly worse for me.
1: I do think they should play the kids over Calvo, though. He, he is a strong liability. I think he's a good leader, but you can be a leader on the sides. Um, Wes Morgan from Leicester is an example. Um, yeah, start you can, the kids.
0: Yeah. You know, Koppelhoff and Pineda. Um, it's interesting you brought up Ivanov, because that's where I want to go next, is talk about the midfield. Because... The shining example of, you know, the fire season was its midfield. And it's more specifically its central mil- midfield duo mm-hmm. of Midron and Jimenez. But now you've got Ivanov. You've, got, um,
2: Stoyanovich is you've back. got
0: Stoyanovich back. You've got Pineda now with Koppelhoff, who can play the six role very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that which is you cr-
2: could then in theory push everybody forward, push Pineda up, push Jimenez up, and push Madron to the ten. Right. That's that's now an option. And I don't know where any of this leaves Aliseda, but um
0: Well is out on the wing.
2: He doesn't want to be, but that's where he's gonna to have to be.
0: But that's where he's gonna to have to play. Yeah.
2: Um, right.
0: Which, you know, it it, it it's very um uh it's very Harry Ship his situation, where he wants to be in the middle, but he but Frank Klopas is going to play him out wide, <laughs> um, which is funny because Frank Klopas is still on the bench. Which, while well, all this is, that well, you have another very good central midfielder who you have to play out wide, that's the other thing I'm not a fan of of this transfer market is they didn't really fill any holes that they had. Um. They didn't have anyone who can push Frankowski really. Um, I disagree
2: with you on that. I think the Espinosa signing was a was a big hole. I, I think they needed another right back for sure.
0: Well, but yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, a pop. I mean,
2: are, are we going to see the same Frankie that we saw last year? Yes, he's fast. He gets into spots and then loses the ball or misses a shot. Like I, and then he scores two or three in the last game of the year to make his stats yeah. look a lot better for the can,
0: can we get 2019 frank or 2019 frankowski who is definitely better yeah um than 2020 frankowski maybe the pandemic hurt him a bit mentally is something we can consider but he needs to have a bounce back year mm-hmm. um or else you know it's back to where they he came from and and I also worry about Baric. Um A lot of his goals last season came against the dregs of the league. When he needed to score in the big games against the good teams, he didn't. Um, and... Oh, well, I as, mean, he scored against I Seattle think, twice. Okay, Seattle twice, which... Seattle. I, I look at the Seattle Sounders when when the Fire played them, and they were just a very different team than the one that ended up, you know, gathering themselves towards the end of the year. I thought
2: um, they are very good at gathering themselves.
0: Yeah, Seattle's a second half team. If you can catch them early yeah. in the in the opening couple of months, you can beat them. But once it, you know, once the weather starts changing and November comes. Look out for the Seattle Sounders. Um, and, and yes, okay, so the good point on, on, on the Sounders, but I don't trust Robert Barrett still. Um, he still has to prove to me that he can score when the fire need him to.
2: I'm and, worried that he's the only option.
0: That's the other thing is he's the only option.
2: Like Fabian Herbers was the second leading scorer last year with four goals. Like if Barrett doesn't score, how are the fire going to score? Right. Is, is a, I mean, maybe it's Stojanovic, maybe it's Ivanov. I don't know, but they're going to have to figure that out or that's going to be disaster.
0: I'm so worried about that. I am so worried about how this team's going to score goals. It's, You know, it's 2017 all over again, where, or not 2017, 2018, when David Akam and Nikolic stopped scoring for a while. And so, you know, where are the goals going to come from?
1: I think the goals will come. It all, honestly, it all just depends on the tactics. Um, Last year, I think Wiki used one, two, three, four different formations. Mm -hmm. There's no distinctive style. and I think that's a huge reason why Frank Kelsey stopped scoring, since he was being played uh, played all over the place. So I think once Wiki finally gets that chemistry through, I think this team's going to click.
0: Yeah, um, I think hopefully you're right. Um, hopefully there's a midseason signing or a trade that they can do, because they do have a lot of good pieces they can offload like we just said, especially in that central midfield area. Um, I think that's one. I think that, um, you know, I, I actually think Wyatt Olmsberg could be a good trade piece for some money if they need some more money. Um, I think, you know, Calvo as well could be a good, you know, trade piece if you need him, you know, um, even without an explosion at the manager like what happened up in in Minnesota. Um but I'm I'm increasing worried. You said tactics, what do you think RJ are the right tactics here? Is it 442? It's 442 because
1: well, last year Wiki was experimenting with 352, um 532 in some cases, um 4231, but I think with the 442 um, two up front, um, four in the middle. I think that's that's perfect. Um, like we said, Barrage, I don't trust him at all by himself. I think there needs to be someone up there with him, whether it's a four, or Collier, or you know, Berbers. Someone just needs to be up there with
0: him. That, What's up? Is that the answer to what you do with Aliseda? Is yeah. you have Aliseda play second striker? I would
2: do oh, that's that. That's interesting. Uh, any any of the other options, I don't love so
0: no but then what do you do on the left hand side do you play i guess you could play andre reynolds and throw him in the deep end there but
2: well it could be even off too i mean if if they're gonna if you're gonna have frankowski and even as your your wingers okay. you could then push nacho up as a second striker
0: yeah that's the thing i don't have him kind of
2: roam underneath and i don't know where it stays put yeah
0: i don't know a lot about even off can he play on the left
2: i think he could play either wing yeah okay they, and I think he's probably of the guys. If, es- if Espinosa starts, it's because they just, I think he wins out over Boris, because I don't think they're high on Boris. I mean, they left Boris off on the uh, expansion draft list even, but, but even if I think they fully expect to be a starter. So, and if he's not, that's okay. a disappointment. Right. Yeah, um, he's he's wing is, he, he can play either side, I believe. so.
0: Okay, so they at least have a starter there, then. And you can put Eliseto, which I guess would be the solution if you play four four two is have aiseto up there with with Barich. Um,
1: And Wiki should also stop listening to Clopas. there there were times <laughs> where I just saw
0: brief flashes of Clopas's team. Uh, yeah, I, I don't actually know and your depth of knowledge about the Frank Clopas years, Patrick. Um
2: I mean I, I was, watched them. Right.
0: But I don't know how like hard you were doing analysis or like I was not. No. I I was in those locker rooms. Um I was in the locker room for his last year and man some of the things he would do would confuse the heck out of me and when I'd ask him about it he'd get all terse and and I don't know if there's anybody left from back then with the organization who can tell you about the hot times there, but every time I'd ask Frank Klopas about a tactical decision he'd made, he'd just look at me like he wanted to kill me. Uh, and it became a thing. Um, to be fair, the post-game presser is not the time to ask hyper-specific tactical questions, I don't think. Uh, that has to be done <laughs> elsewhere. Um, but... I think that you're right. I I, I think having Frank Klopas on the bench is a mistake. Um, I think some of those w- weird subs we saw were very Klopas-esque. Uh-huh. Uh, last season, I think a lot of the substitution timing was very Klopas-esque as well. I'm um, not just here, but if you watched when he coached at Montreal, it was very much weird irregular substitutions um i think with substitutions frank klopas likes to shake things up more than he likes to have a plan with his subs and i think you saw some of that last year where it was just like let's try something weird because we can as opposed to having a plan and sticking with it and having a substitution plan um, that makes sense. And, and understanding matchups is something I think that Frank Klopas had a lot of trouble with.
2: Um, The shaking thing up thing can work sometimes if you need a goal, but the fire seemed like more often than not, they were up. Yes. Made a sign. And just needed to preserve the game and and not get like all, you know, like Pano would sometimes just get, too scared and, and bunker in those situations, but like they just need to be able to drag it out and preserve the game. They, they, they look great in the first 15 minutes, a lot of times. And then, so I, you know, the, the, the subs have to play into that somehow who, who can give them. And to be fair, I think CJ could have if he was around if more he was last around year. More, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was he... a big, absence for sure the
0: 2020 fire the best team in the league if games were only half an hour long yeah <laughs> um, that's not a question um something else interesting that's been happening is the fires green card situation yes uh i think what they're doing is genius and i don't know why other teams don't basically they're getting a bunch of talent every year they're getting signing a lot of Um, importing talent from other countries and the players they acquired the year before get their green cards so they're no longer international players yeah it's genius and I don't know why a lot more teams don't do it I think they probably don't have the connections like Mansueto but is it because they were doing this it's not just Mansueto they've been doing this for a while I think
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely ramped up under Joe, though. True, um, and it, it's like they have. What did I I wrote this on the website the other day? But so they have the two that just came through, mm-hmm. and then like r- really they could not enter the country because they neither one had their passport back in their hands to fly here. Right. So that's what they were waiting on, which is weird. But it's like okay, this is you know. Sm- Little picture, this is bad. You're not here, but big picture, this is an awesome thing. So we can right. wait. We can. You can miss a few days. Um, but yeah, the uh, they've got another one lined up later this month. And that's the one, because they still have nine internationals and in eight slots. And so that's okay. the one they're counting on to come through before the 17th. Um, which also- it probably will, because they've been... And they got Frankie in the offseason, too. Um, they've been basically dead on with the timing of these. Um, so yeah. Why would you not do this? Like that's, right. it's, it's every team has to follow the same salary cap rules, assuming MLS actually enforces them. Um, but there's lots of ways to gain advantages that are legal. And this is like totally one of them that every team should be doing. I'm glad we're doing it.
0: Right. And unless you're like FC Dallas, who's just mining, their extremely, um they're full of life academy where they can just take academy players left and right i don't know why you wouldn't do this like we could talk about inter miami in a second because i know that's what you were alluding to about the (laughs) the salary cap rules um which in one sense blows my mind and another is yeah this tracks um especially with the history of David Beckham.
2: Yeah. Beckham learned it in LA.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I think J O had that one, right. By the way, he, he said, yeah, he said, uh, they were willing to look away for year one to get them off the ground. And then enough owners complained and they finally realized they had to do something. So,
0: right. It's like the LA galaxy having four designated players.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Last year. Um, so yeah. uh, it's clever. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Um, next, they need to sign, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, name a striker from Bayern Munich who's no longer at Bayern Munich because they thought they were too old. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, the, the guy I've always wanted the fire to get, and it's obviously too late now, but I always wanted the fire to get Rocket Santa Cruz. Because, like, way back in 2013, that was my my guy, you know, because he was injured and City just signed Sergio Aguero, so they didn't need him anymore. They, they should have gone and got him, but they didn't.
2: I do feel like they need somebody semi-famous to kind well, of put what... on the billboards and posters and stuff like that.
0: It's not just that. Um... MLS is a lot more like professional basketball than other soccer leagues, I've found. Um, it's a superstar league. And while that, that is sort of true in others, you, you do see teams successful without you know major superstars. But you don't see a team in MLS successful at any level without a guy who can win the game by himself. I don't think.
2: Yeah. The playoffs are a big part of that. Like you got, we saw it with the crew last year. It's, right. You got to have a guy who can step up and do some stuff.
0: Right. And I think that Bastian Schweinsteiger, while he's was a big name, wasn't a superstar in the sense that he can just take over a game and, you know, score two or three goals whenever he wants. Um, you know, you see that, you know, Tyrion Re, Nicholas Ladero. Yeah. um, Even going all the way back, the Guillermo Barros scalotos you know, guys like that. The fire throughout, you know, aside from Peter Novak, and um god eric winalda is the other name big you know superstar level he also has an ego to match by the way uh but the fire haven't had that for a long time through essentially since aeg sold to andrew hopman and then subsequently blanco leaving the Fire have not had that one guy who can come in and change a game for you. And that's something, I think, that is overlooked by a lot of the people who have come in to run this team. Is that you need that guy. Um, I don't know who it would be out on the market that you could get right now who is that guy, which is another conversation entirely but the fact of the matter is i think you need is you need that guy and you need a competent coach to win an mls and i think they've got the competent coach part i know there's talk a lot out there about people not liking wiki and 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 not you know liking some of the things he does in game and, and this and that but i think i think he's a good manager now they just need the superstar to go get him. And if he's on this roster and they can develop him from one of these children, great. You know, if Ivanov or, or um, Stoyanovich can do that, or even if Baric can do that, which, you know, like he kept saying all last year before his 10 goal season, he had one um, double digit goal scoring season I think, in his entire career, and he hadn't had it since 2014. Um, But if Barrett can score 20 goals, hey, I'll a culpa. I was wrong about Robert Barrich, But he needs to be that guy. Someone on this roster needs to be that guy, or in the summer they need to go out and get one. That's the only way this team is successful, in my opinion.
2: Truly successful, yeah. Yeah, Like mid-range successful, I think they could be right now if everything maxes out. But Mm -hmm. truly successful, they need another guy, for sure.
0: Yeah. And the other thing we haven't even brought up is we may not even get the Open Cup run. Because I don't know if you've been sort of following what's going on, is they've cut down the tournament this year, and MLS is thinking, MLS gets eight slots, and they're thinking about determining it points value over the first three games. Right. Which is insane. What it really should be is it should be cup performance over a certain period of time. So you get the teams who care about the tournament in the tournament and Bruce arena doesn't have to be in the tournament because he doesn't care about the tournament.
2: Does NASCAR still do the past champions? Like those guys get in at the, at the end of the, if they don't qualify they get at the end. I remember they used to do that. I don't maybe the, maybe they should, so. we should do that.
0: The, yeah, the, just have the... the
2: past champions get in.
0: Well, I'd be so fine with that. Eh, but that so the fire and the sounders get four different shots at it. So I, I actually think
2: they, they no they just they just get a duck. Oh, they spot. just get it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually
1: think what's happening with US Open Cup is entertaining. I think it's peak US soccer. Um because you'll, you'll, you'll get the teams you'll get the teams who don't care. You'll get the teams who do care. Um, I think this will actually incentivize the Fire to actually perform really well for the first three games, just so they can blow out in the semifinals. So, okay.
0: Are we doing the Super League of this year, or the League Cup, or whatever? We're so. Doing? I don't think so. Uh, because <sighs> who knows? You know, the Fire will always be in that tournament because. There's a reason they're on Univision like six times every year, and that's because the fire are apparently ratings on Spanish-language television. Thanks to the, you know, we're still flying off the Catemac Blanca thing and the, the Neri Castillo thing, which wasn't much of a thing at all, but I digress. Um, so I think, you know... For this week, I think that might be it. Um, is there anything you guys think is you think we covered everything? Is there any special little thing you want to talk about?
1: Um, in regards to We were talking about finding a striker, one, that big name striker. Um, don't say. I'm not gonna don't. say. I'm not gonna say that name. But uh, Diego Costa okay. and Daniel Sturridge are both free agents right now.
0: So yes, they are. Dude, if the fire signed Daniel Sturridge... I'll be happy with that. That would be so good. He would destroy this league. There is not a left back in this league that can cover Daniel Sturridge. I don't think. That would be so
2: good. Uh, Diego Costa would be entertaining as hell, too. As much as I hate that guy.
0: Yeah, he would be. But I'm just like... I'm just sitting here thinking, now that you brought him up, I'm thinking about Madron just putting dying pieces over the back to Sturridge. And, and Sturridge <laughs> just dribbling past goalkeepers or forcing goalkeepers to give him to get sent off to stop him from scoring. Just, it just makes me happy. RJ, you made me happy. Thank you.
1: And I didn't say um, the name.
0: No, I didn't you say the two names,
1: actually. I usually bring yeah, up, so. You,
0: you bring it's th- thank you. Can you never do that again? Can, can we go a whole season without you bringing up those two those two players?
1: We'll try. try. We'll try.
0: We'll try. Alright. <laughs> That'll do it. For this week's edition of the North Lot Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at North Pod. Email us, North Podcast, at gmail.com. You can find us. On iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast apps. Uh, We will be back probably in a fortnight when we have some game stuff. Oh, I forgot to bring up the streaming situation. Real quick, they're not streaming any of these games. I'm not happy, nor do I believe that finding a good connection... would be a problem because you can literally stick an ipod an iphone on a tripod over a 5g connection and stream at least 720p 30 frames frames per second
2: no but it wouldn't have like if you can't switch cameras and have different camera points and have a a broadcast crew they don't want to let the teams do it so and plus wiki wants to do like two hour games apparently (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like he wants to add an extra half onto some of these games so that the rest of his roster can play. Um, he was trying to get the other teams to agree to it. So I don't okay. know if that, that plays Florida's well in on the hot TV Florida's either. Zone, but two hours.
0: That's a that's really funny to me because turning not like a,
2: like I think he wants to throw an extra 30 minutes on where they they yeah. basically a B game essentially is what he yeah, wants to do. So you're
0: turning the game into thirds instead which they do sometimes yeah um okay um that that is an acceptable reason but still i from a a personal standpoint and like a content standpoint i'd love to have these games just like streamed and like i and if but the other thing is is if brendan hannon and jeff Crandall can do it in 2011 and 2012 without any hassle and it looked good and it had a score bug and while there weren't multiple cameras, you don't need multiple cameras for a soccer match. I think that's dumb. You need one camera at the center line and you need to be good be at nice panning it back it for and sure. forth. Yeah. You don't need close ups. I don't need I don't need to see them I don't need to see your shoes. You know, I don't need that ad. Just give me the gimme the game tape so I have something to break down please. I'm begging it i'm begging for it um and they're not giving it to me so i'm sad uh anyway i was doing the outro wasn't i we will uh catch you again in a fortnight uh have a good night we'll see you then